Welcome back, Quick Chicks and Fast Fellas. Georgianne Watson and Bessie Suda here. Welcome to this week's episode of Quick Chicks. And this episode is brought to you by Suda's Fitfoot Mobile Athletic Shoe Store. Looking for a unique and personalized gift this holiday season? Suda's Fitfoot gift certificates are a perfect fit anytime for anyone and come in any amount. A gift certificate allows the customer to choose his or her favorite shoes, our website, or even better, we schedule a personalized shoe fitting and bring shoes to your loved one to try on. It's a win-win situation for all and a great way to with happy feet. Email sudasfitfoot at gmail.com or, D- or DM at sudashoes on Instagram for more details. Hey there. Hey, lady. How's it going? Hey. Oh, I'm good. <laughs> good. <laughs> We're a month out. Yeah. Time time is of the essence. I know. I was looking at my uh, calendar today and I was like, yep, this time a month from now, we'll be getting on a plane going to Sacramento. Yep. Just a handful of weekends left. Yep. Um, yeah, and I think it's a good thing. I think we're we're, we're getting we're getting close and kind of need to just do this thing. <laughs> right, right. Oh, I know. Saturday I have outside of Boston, like my longest mm-hmm. training run, twenty mm-hmm. miles. Um, and then it like it starts to come back down again. Yeah. Um, obviously, I'll still be doing long runs, but it won't be like a twenty-two mile or anything like that. So I've had two like eighty-mile weeks back to back, a half marathon. Mm-hmm. Um, like a very long run on Saturday. So I feel like I'm, I'm, you know, like in it like right now. Um, Yes. Luke, my husband has a cousin who is a Navy pilot and has like witnessed Navy SEAL training going on. And he just was describing it to us one time, specifically hell week of Navy SEAL. And he described men who just turn into animals and he's mm-hmm. like, you're just watching them like eating ravenously and just like being able to fall asleep at the drop of a hat. I'm like, Oh my God, I'm in that. Yeah. Yes. Have you read I'm relating myself to that of a Navy SEAL, but it's just like little things like will just start to go. Like you start to just not care about like blow drying your hair after you shower or like having your hat be completely spotless or like mm-hmm. folding that load of laundry um yeah it's it's things good. things get primitive things get primitive yes that's the time. best yes. way of putting it yes. yes have you have you seen or read the book uh david coggins book he's a no. navy seal okay so he's yeah an ultra runner who also did navy seal training oh i've heard about him yeah <laughs> it's it's good but i think you'd read it and you'd be like um, this isn't like the most ideal way to train. <laughs> he, <just> does. <laughs> he does like 30 mile runs with, you know, like no training and like, oh, right. And like a walker shoe, you know, and you're just like, yeah. Oh, obviously that's going to result like, in like some, hurt. come on, like some right. shin. Yeah. Fractures. And yeah, it's just, oh. um, that's all I can think of yeah. when I read that book. It's like, Oh, this right. is not how I would train if I were <laughs> defending my, <laughs> defending my country. As I used to. <laughs> oh, how are you? How's training? Yeah. Um, so I'm doing well. I've had, it sounds like you've had just like, I wouldn't say flawless, but like really kind of optimal two weeks of training. Mm-hmm. I might be on the other end of that spectrum. <laughs> so, um, since we last chatted about like our actual training, I have managed to get in a 20 miler and a 17 miler and a really good track workout. Now interspersed between those, I've had some foot pain, which is just not a fun thing to have. Mm-hmm. So right. It's, it's, it's a pain that I've had for 
longer than I care to admit. Um, and I've been able to do a lot despite the pain, but now I'm at a point where it's like, do I want to really roll the dice with this thing and like mm-hmm. keep training through it? Um, because running with pain, obviously this kind of pain is, is no fun. And I'm right. It's cons- not like a sore muscle that like loosens up as you get going. Correct. It's, it's, you're always just like, Oh, how am I going to land now? And now, mm-hmm. and now it's like every other step you're like, Oh gosh, what's happening. Right. And I don't, and I don't want to necessarily form some bad habits with my running, you know, like favoring well, it and compensation injury. Exactly. Yeah. So like things can go off the rails pretty quickly. So anyway, long story short, I'm um, being really cautious and doing some cross training. Uh, I took, yeah, Monday off yesterday, I did some pool work, which is a great uh, luxury of living in Florida, I could do a pool Mm -hmm. workout in November. Right. Um, (laughs) And uh, I'm going to do an elliptical workout this afternoon. So and then I'll reassess on Thursday. So yeah, good. Uh, yeah, you mentioned that, like, you know, you kind of ignore some things during this period of, of the training. Well, I've had a chance to, like, kind of get back and, um, you know, I've, like, prepped some meals this weekend and, like, you know, gave, given a little more attention to some relationships and, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, my business that um, is my livelihood. So, like, running had to take, you know, a little bit of a backseat, but we're still in the car, I would say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that's great. I mean, so I think it's all, all in all, it's it's quite healthy, even though it's um, less mm-hmm. than I less than ideal. Right. You know, for sure. I like the quality that you did get in, like the long run, is the quality you need to get. Honestly, at this point. So. Yeah, and if we really think about it, there's a lot that goes into being fit, and there's a lot you can do without just going for a run every day. Right. Like you a know, maintenance range. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, totally. like like band work and yeah, just doing a little more stuff in the gym always feels good. Mobility exercises can go a long way. So yeah. yeah. No, that's great. Um, I did want to update our listeners um, because we didn't have a chance to talk about it last weekend mm-hmm. um, because we did have Lydia and Kelsey on the show, which was awesome. So great. Um, but I did want to talk about how the lumberjack workout mm-hmm. went. This was probably a good, almost like, 13 days ago now at this point. Um, but I was excited about it. It wasn't a new workout for me and I talked about it on the show. Um, so I did want to kind of update. Um, it went really good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so just to recap, the lumberjack was three times 400, a 10 minute tempo, three times 400, a 10 minute tempo, and then three times 400. Um, the 10 minute tempo was at, um, like our race pace, I usually just use like my half marathon race pace for this, which is usually about 605 pace. Mm. And then my 400s were kind of cut downs. So they started at 84s and then I ran mm. 607 for my 10 minute tempo. My second set of 400s, I averaged 80. And then my um, 10 minute tempo, which was 606 pace. And then my last 300s were at like around mile pace and I did those in 74 seconds so I was really pleased um with how it was where um like I was like all by myself for it and it was just kind of like you just got to get out the door and do this like it's Mm. not gonna be you know like a very glamorous day um but I think that's honestly what like a lot of marathon training is like it's 80 percent of it is just like a lot of unglamorous miles mm. um and yeah so that went well if anyone's looking for a new 
I think honestly can be beneficial from anyone training from the 5k to the marathon. Yeah. Um, like one of those, like all around like great workouts that you can incorporate into anything. Um, I would encourage you to give that a shot. Um, and then I did a half marathon workout this weekend, which I'm really excited about. Um, heading into it, my coach asked me, do you want to treat it? More- do you want to just do like an all out effort? He's like, you're not going to be on fresh legs. So mm-hmm. like, let me know what you think. And I kind of was just like, I don't know, whatever you think, like whatever you think is going to be best, like for marathon training and build up. I know I'm not going to have fresh legs. So kind of like, you know, whatever you think. Yeah. Um, and so he came up with a really great plan um, to basically do like a tempo. Um, and it was also a really great opportunity to practice taking gels, Mm. um, you know, just like race day logistics. Um, so there's kind of like two parts to the story and (laughs) Betsy, I'm actually excited to talk to you about this because you've planned races before, like you've been a Mm. race director. Um, so you kind of know like what's, what's okay. And (laughs) like, um, so the first part of the story I want to talk about just like the workout aspect of it. So I, got in 18 for the day. I did a three mile warm up, and then the half marathon part was set up to where the first eight miles were at goal marathon pace. So for me, that's going to be 625 pace. Mm -hmm. So for the first eight miles, I was like right on. I take a whole lot of credit for that as I did have like a very generous teammate, uh, my good buddy, Scott, uh, from our FNM track club, pace me through the whole thing oh <laughs> nice just him and beer afterward <laughs> so shout out to scott for being a trooper um so yeah first eight miles were 625 pace then the next three miles we went down to half marathon pace so for me that's like 605 pace yeah. so we were right on 605 miles and then the last two miles and this is where my coach gave me like a little bit of like kind of do what you want he's like you can stay at half pace or you can bring it down to threshold pace for the last two miles um threshold pace is basically like what you could do for 30 minutes um Mm. for a race so like listeners you could kind of think about how you would race like like a five mile road race or or somewhere around that Mm. distance um so i brought it down to 551 and 548 for my last two miles so overall like super pumped with how that went um i took two gels during it i did a two mile cool down afterward to get 18 in for the day um overall it was like a great workout gave me a lot of confidence heading into the last little bit of training before cim the second part <sighs> the start- well, wait, wait, wait wait hold on before you jump in yeah. i want to con- that there you go. Really, go. that's a great race. And even though, yeah, even if you are calling it a workout, it's still a great race. Um, it was like a one twenty one high half marathon, sir. I didn't that's like great. wrap. I didn't wrap all of that up. Yeah, that's super okay. impressive. Um, I want to that um, that I that might be useful to other listeners. But you said it gave it gave you confidence. But I would I'm going to give you a little pushback. I think you had the confidence and you just like mm-hmm. performed well. That's actually a very I true think, statement, yes. You know, and I think that's important because, like, 
if we wait for great results to give us confidence, we're never going to get great results because mm-hmm. you, you need to go to a race being like, I got this. Like no yeah. matter what, like I got this. So I yeah. just want to just give a little bit of, yeah. you know, that mental. That is a very fair statement. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Love so it. listeners, listeners, tell yourself you got this and then you'll, you'll do much, <laughs> you'll do much better than trying to work. You will you know, have a work around yes. the other way. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's great. Yeah. And yep. it was Halloween, right? I'm sorry. Say so that again. then it was on Halloween, the race. Oh yeah. It was so, on Halloween. Yeah. yeah. So that was cool. Um, the setting of it was on a rail trail right next to a river. So like the Aww. setting was pretty lovely. Yeah. The leaves like bloom right now um (laughs) with that being said um Mm -hmm. and I'm not gonna like name any names or like throw anyone under the bus but (laughs) I'm I'm gonna go off on a a little bit here yeah um okay this race we were notified Thursday so days in advance um that there could be because (laughs) of a storm that was coming in on like Friday evening, Saturday morning, um, more so Friday evening. And so like, this was like, everyone knew about it. Like it was coming. We were going to get some rain as one of my good friends said in a review of this race, like rain is not a crisis. Mm. Like rain is manageable. Right. Mm. So with this course, it is prone to flooding. Um, mm-hmm. The race director took pictures of said flooding the day before and basically let runners know like, hey, your feet are going to get wet. We have like some ankle deep water here in this one section. Mm. Um, like be prepared for it. It's an out and back. So mm. like, you know, and it was kind of like, okay, not ideal, but I'm also just kind of doing this as like a workout. So Mm-hmm. Well, we get to the race Sunday morning, uh, go to check in. Everyone's kind of like asking about the flooding. They're playing it off as it's like really not that big a deal. It's ankle deep. You'll get wet. And like literally the guy goes, you're not going to melt. <sighs> I was like, okay. <laughs> uh, so we go to warm up, do like our three mile warm up that I talked about. We get to the section of where we're supposed to run through. It's like high like moving water I mm. like would literally be afraid of like my five-year-old getting like swept away <laughs> um it's probably very unsafe you don't know what's underneath there as far as like sticks or debris or mud mm. and you're about to have like 300 people like run through this twice mm. um so like okay this isn't okay mm-hmm. um also like you knew about this um like literally days ago so we get back and I think at this point several people had also identified the situation and clearly it's like he says yes we're we're going to change the course we're going to go in the opposite direction so like oh okay great like Mm -hmm. you know appreciate that well nine o'clock rolls around which is start time which is honestly like kind of late for a road race Mm -hmm. to start at nine o'clock yeah so it's our um, it's about like 45 degrees out. So like it's kind of like the worst possible weather as far as like a road race goes. Uh-huh. Um, he tells us, Hey, 15 minute delay. We're like rerouting the course uh-huh. at nine Oh five. Like they get the timing mat out. Um, long story short, the race started 30 minutes late. Um, the reroute ended up being like out and back, out and back. 
Mm. which I wasn't that upset about. The actual course, honestly, like was lovely. It was flat. It was pretty at like the turnaround at the other end. There was someone there um, to like, you know, make sure you turn Mm -hmm. around. But the issue was, was when you got back, there was a loop that you were supposed to do and it had us end the race at 12 and a half miles. (laughs) Um, Some people were instructed to do that section in 15 miles um it like was a shit show Mm. um like for lack of a better term and so basically we crossed the line at 12 and a half miles and it was like very anticlimactic because I was like we got to keep running yeah (laughs) like we still have like 0.6 to go Mm. um so we kept going like purely for like the workout sake so I think we crossed the line at like 119 low Uh uh-huh the 12 and a half mile split of it because we were like 121 high at the like the actual 13.1 finish of it like if you check my Strava like that's like the including the add-on that we did but then even in the results it had me at like a 114 like <laughs> nice it, were, I know I was like well shoot <laughs> yeah um but it was just like there were so many things that just and I get the flooding and I appreciate you rerouting it. There was no contingency plan in place though. Like this has, could have been dealt with like the day before. And here's like the kicker. Like this was a $60 half marathon. You know uh, what I mean? Like it, I do like we paid for this, you know? Um, yep. And I just was thinking like, what if I had told my coach, I want to go all out. I want to try to PR mm. like how ticked would I be um, at this point? And I think, with COVID, you know, for so long, there were no races. And when races started back up again, everyone was just so happy. Oh my God, there's a race. Like there's a real race. Um, Mm. And as racers and runners, we were very quick to like, let a lot of things go just because we were so happy that things were back. Um, That we let a lot of things slide that in normal circumstances, just like, wouldn't be okay. Mm. And for me a lot of that is like they don't give out all the information like when you register like so this course ended up not being a closed course Mm. um this course also ended up not having manned aid stations um you know just like things like that that you know if you had all the information it might make you think twice about whether or not this is the right course for you and what your goals are uh for some you know that's not an issue and that's fine and that's worth the money to them and that's great um so I just like one like that's not okay like show all your cards up front and Mm -hmm. two like do better yeah you know COVID or not like the distance has to be accurate and it has to start on time like Mm -hmm. to me those are two basic things that need to happen in a road race um and I just think as we're getting normal with road racing, some of these races that have like, we've kind of just like let things slide with, Mm -hmm. um, are still trying to almost like take advantage of that a little Mm -hmm. bit. And I'm just like, no, like do better. Yeah. So, and you know, you have been a race director and you help organize a lot of events. Mm -hmm. Um, obviously I've never witnessed anything like this that that you've been a part of, (laughs) (laughs) a lot of planning there's super small logistical details that go into this and you can't throw it together at the last minute absolutely Um, yeah I'm sorry that happened that's such a bummer really Mm -hmm. especially like if you throw it all in it's like you're giving up your time which is really valuable Mm -hmm. to you right 
on a weekend, you know, where you have specific goals you're getting after and, and the money too, like right. you know, 60 bucks is, is right. not cheap. And to get something that's not a great product is really um, disappointing. Right. Yeah. I saw, so I don't have, I don't have, gladly, I don't have a similar story to share, but um, <laughs> I, I did have one race um, again, I'll be vague that I just, I signed up for, and then I didn't do it. Uh, once I got a little more info about yep. it, I learned, what was it? What was the cl- clincher for me? It was, I think the fact that they, um, didn't really have a permit to have the race. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I thought, Ugh, this, this could be really bad, you know? And then I learned right. they weren't, they weren't going to have, you know, roads closed off, which isn't necessarily a deal breaker, but it's it, just it's, unsafe. It's unsafe. And they weren't going to have like, a like a traffic, you know, a police officer there, right. which is kind of required. And like, you know, I thought, oh, well, if they're not going to have any of that, they're definitely not going to have an EMT. Like what if someone goes down? Like, it's right. just my, my, my brain went to like all of the, right. yeah. <laughs> the worst case scenarios. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what, you can keep my, I think it was $15. I was like, yeah, you know, I, I really don't want to be a part of this race. So right. yeah, road racing is definitely um, an art, I would say also like a very specific um, science, like, cause mm-hmm. you're, you're not really like, it's not really necessarily even about the running. It's like an event planning procedure. Yes. Right. And you, need, and you need to think of it like that. Right. And yeah, yeah. And the runners are your customers and they need to <laughs> be happy with the product. Right. right. It's almost like, you know, if you're an event planner and you're planning a wedding and it was going to rain that day, like what's your contingency plan? Yes. Um, yep. as far as like, you know, we can run in the rain. That's not a problem. It actually like felt great. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you can't run through like a flooded area No, um, And I think the fact that it wasn't like a flash flood, like they knew about this, like over a day and a half in advance, like they could have planned something then instead of taking pictures of and posting it to Facebook. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was disappointing. Um, and it's just one of those where it's like, right. As we get back to normal, I really hope some of these races, you know, just, like start to remember like okay you have to like bring your a-game back now um yeah yeah a little bit yeah I think I think that's true I think that's true yeah there's really no excuse for a course that isn't measured correctly right or starting on time right like to me those like are two like those two and like having accurate timing like you have to have those three like that's the yeah because then yeah because then what are we doing like right (laughs) like right give me a correct time with the correct distance that starts on time like yeah that's all I want yeah otherwise we're just guessing <laughs> well right yeah and like no and that's the thing like no one trains for that and I, I'm sure some people right now might be like oh like okay Georgianne like <laughs> being kind of high maintenance with this and it's like well okay what if like you go to a soccer game and it's like not regulation or yeah. like there's not enough refs or like they blow the whistle before the game's actually over you know right. what I mean like freaking like ESPN commentators would be all over this nonsense exactly um, so what people train for you train to better yourself and like maybe to go for a PR. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So rough. Yeah. <laughs> That's frustrating. Um, yeah. I do think, you know, to, to, um, to compare it or contrast it to CIM, I feel very confident that right. <laughs> they, yeah. will, they will put on a great race. I think that's why we've chosen it. Like, cause well, the race has right. really like proven its worth you know it's one of the highest I think Boston qualifier races in the country right um there's you know traditionally good weather it's a nice place you know easy to like get to like fly in Mm -hmm. good place to stay 
Right. And I they think that's send where, us, like, yeah, I've gotten yeah. to the point where if I'm really going to put in a lot of training for like an A race, I will spend like the time and the money to go to a place and a race that, um, yes, yes. you know, and I've kind of like picked one a year. Like I've done the Houston half marathon before I've done like the Philadelphia half marathon mm-hmm. all like this would never happen at something like that. Yes. I think actually, I just kind of realized this. Um, I think if you're looking at races, kind of look at the race director and then see if he or she has run a business or like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, can handle. Um, Cause I was just thinking like the races that I did this spring in Jacksonville, and this is a shout out to Paul McRae, Lydia's husband from last week, Paul, you've done great races in Jacksonville and Paul runs his own business and he has his mm-hmm. own coaching. So, and he's a runner. Yeah. So he like, he knows how to do a business and he knows what runners want. So right. that, that produces a great product. So that could be a, yeah. a thing to look at too. Like it's yeah. a business. It's a business. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. Great. Outlook. So are you doing um, any other races before CIM? Oh yeah. Turkey oh. trot. Yes. So I'm yeah. going to do one too. I finally yeah. love a good turkey trot. Um, yeah. It actually, I think like really great timing. I'm doing a turkey trot 5k that historically yeah. has actually been quite competitive. Mm-hmm. Um, so it could be a great opportunity for maybe like a road 5k PR. We'll see how, you know, these marathon legs are holding up. Mm-hmm. I think it's a great opportunity to just get in something crisper with some, you know, turnover. Yeah. 10 days out from the marathon. Yeah. Um, and to just, you know, kind of get the legs going. I remember before my half marathon PR about 10 days or two weeks out, I did a two mile time trial. Mm. Um, and that was super helpful, you know, and especially like the last two miles of my half marathon, like I had to run like sub six pace to break 120. Yeah. From that two mile time trial and the speed and the turnover I needed to get me to the line. Um, so I'm thinking like the 5k is going to be like a similar situation to that. And I think that'll be, uh, a really good opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be fun. It'll be the holidays. Yeah. And I think also it can help like sort of calm nerves a little bit, which is Mm -hmm. kind of counterintuitive because I noticed, of course, I'm going through my little, like, I'm not calling it an injury, my little, you know, situation. I've been having, um, just like not really obsessive thoughts, but not necessarily helpful ones. You know what I mean? You start to like, you know, just mull things over too long. Um, and I'm just, so I have a trick actually, I'll get back to that, a trick on how to like help yourself out of that. If folks, if you're digging yourself into that hole, but I think a race to focus on and then afterwards, you know, you're going to be exhausted and then you have some time to recover. I think it'll just be like a nice kind of mental place to be in too before the, the marathon. So you don't mm-hmm. like build up the marathon to like this big thing. You kind of like unload yeah. the, the anxiety right. in this 5k. Right. So. Yeah. You kind of like, cause you're really, my thought process is usually never on some like what's my next race. You know what I mean? Yes. I'll yeah. Just kind of like allow myself to go there. Versus, like, if my next race right now was, like, the marathon, yeah, I could, like, start just getting weird in the head about it. Yeah, weird in the head. So I've noticed this about myself. It's actually a good thing because I tend to do it when I'm getting into really good shape is um, I start to have, like, body dysmorphia. And I don't know if you have this ever, but, like, listeners, if you have it, you know what I'm talking about. It's basically, like – you look at yourself and you're not seeing like reality, really. It's like a glitch in your mental (laughs) computing software. So like, you'll just say like, oh, that like, I don't look fit or I don't, you know, this doesn't look right. 
when it's not Mm -hmm. even there, you know, like I even had to check myself. I was like, do I, like, I got on the scale, which I almost never do. And I'm like, no, I'm exactly the same weight I was, you know, right? (laughs) yesterday. And so I'm like, okay, Betsy, I'm calling you out. This is, this is nuts. Um, Right. Yeah. But when you're in it, you can't just like tell your brain to think different thoughts necessarily. So Mm -hmm. what I said was like, okay, all right, brain. I was like, fine. (laughs) I believe you. Yeah. I was like, I believe you. I am, you know, like my specific area was like the top of my butt, like over my hip, which mm-hmm. there's like the smallest like ounce of flesh there. And it was like get, getting ballooned in my head. But I'm like, oh, okay. okay. You know what I mean? I'm like, okay, body, fine. Like, right. you, have, you have curves now. I'm like, right. so what? Like, I was like, fine. They look good. You know, I just, I just right. agreed with, agreed with it. And then I went on with my day. You know what I mean? I was like, fine. Yeah. yeah. I'm a hippie run. Like, I have hips now. Fine. <laughs> Um, and then my brain started to find evidence that that new thought wasn't true. Do you know what I mean? So it was like a reverse psychology on my brain. So now, so now I'm just like back to like normal, but, but that's what I had to do because I was just like in a negative spiral and I'm like, okay, fine. Yeah. You you win. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I do a little bit of like, I get neurotic about like not getting sick or like rolling mm. ankle or like all like the stupid stuff you could do like a week to 10 days out. And yeah, I'll get, I'll get into that a little bit. And I get like very agitated or like with people around me, like mm. for not, like doing things like how I like want them to be done. You know what I mean? I'm just like a little bit on edge about stuff and a little bit paranoid. Yes. Like just something <laughs> silly going wrong. I'm not there yet, but I like, I know it's coming. <laughs> right. Yeah. And so when that comes, you just say like, okay, this is the part where I get a little neurotic. So yeah. Yeah. Right. So, so maybe and it's just tough because like, it's like, you know, we're, we'll be racing after Thanksgiving. And so that, oh, like that day always makes me like a little nervous with like food or like being around family, uh-huh. um, <laughs> stuff like that. And you can't just, I'm like locking myself in my closet yeah. for like 10 days. <laughs> yeah. It's dumb. Right. Yeah. Uh, the things that come anyway, up. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so what was fun this week, listeners, is uh, Betsy found, of course, I yeah. had my I did that Betsy homework yeah, uh, or my assignment or whatever it is that we're calling it. Um, yeah. Why don't you tell me about what we found? So, folks, this was another video from the same people that did the Nell Rojas workout video. Because I was like, oh, these kind of look similar. And, of course, mm-hmm. they're, ma- they're made by the same videographer. So it's from Sweet Oh, excuse me, Sweat Elite on YouTube. And this was our good friend, or not good friend, our, our girl, Gwen Jorgensen, doing a workout in Boulder. So um, if you don't know who Gwen is, she, former pro triathlete, she won the Olympic gold in Rio. And now she's transitioned to, I think marathon will be her chosen um, mm-hmm. distance, but she's had a little uh, challenge with it. So she actually has run a 1508 5k and a 3155 10k um she ran the olympic trials in the 10k when like her marathon just wasn't there so anyway this was workout with her and then another woman who also was in the olympic trials in the 10k lauren goss or lauren hurley is her married name so um they did this really cool workout that i think again would be good for people doing a 5k all the way up to a marathon you just kind of play around with the warm-up and cool down I would say so they warmed up for a 5k um, and then they did a 5k park run and if you don't know what a park run run is it's a community-led 
run a 5k in a park. It's all volunteer based. It's free. Um, it's professionally timed. It might actually be better run than <laughs> what George Ann ran. Uh, 100%. This, this <laughs> so um, it's a, it's a company or a program that was started like 17 years ago in London. Um, and it just kind of came to the U.S. a couple years ago. But it's a great way for folks to get in, you know, a 5k kind of professionally timed. And um, they have a, it's on Saturdays kids park run which is a 2k on Sundays which is kind of a cute little offshoot so anyway they do um yeah they do their 5k warm-up a 5k quote race and then they do a six minute jog and then they do two times four minutes um not quite as fast as that 5k and then they cool down for 2k so kind of long but I think they hit a lot of different things the um the course for the park run wasn't that beautiful it makes me want to like go to boulder um right yeah. And these, these women ran fast. Lauren won it in uh, 16, 17 and Gwen uh, just under 17 minutes, which is super fast for like a workout 5k in a park. Right. <laughs> right. Yes. Um, yeah. I really enjoyed this video. I thought like it was great to see like Gwen in real life. Yeah. Uh, if like for lack of a better, really also appreciated what her coach had to say. Yes. Um, he really kind of touched on like, Hey Gwen, like you moved here 10 days ago. You're new <laughs> to altitude. Like you're looking for a house. You just moved. I get that you like want to run fast now, but he goes, we have to draw a line in the sand somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think he was just very much like, this is a baseline workout. Let's see where you're at. Um, and she how much better she's adjusted to like that day that that workout on September 11th versus like September 1st which was like Mm -hmm. the day she moved to Boulder so they talk about the transition to altitude um and her coach just seems and I'm like you know he's talking about all these like logistical things she had to think about getting here and I'm like well yeah like yeah right point um so that was like honestly quite refreshing to see I also really appreciate between her and her friend is it Lauren I think Lauren yes. it's not Laura okay Lauren, they're both yeah. moms um, yeah you know she was talking about how well like her son was doing in swim lessons like mm-hmm. on their cool down mm-hmm. it just was honestly so relatable the park run really reminded me of like my uh team here in Lancaster like when we all get together to like warm up together and stretch and mm-hmm. you know it was like like I don't know if I would call it like recreation a bunch of people like wanting together like wanting to get together to like do a hard workout and it you know was all ages and abilities and it was just like very refreshing um quite honestly to see Gwen like in that atmosphere um that kind of revealed who she was like a little bit more um as like the non-runner it was adorable because you can tell she's from the midwest her accent like reminds me so much of my sister-in-law who's like (laughs) living life (laughs) um it was like, is Carly on YouTube? <laughs> it was, yeah, it was really great. And obviously the workout was super impressive. Um, and Betsy, I don't know if you remember when she decided to stop doing triathlons and move to the pro running scene. Initially, she came out with like very big goals in the marathon. Yes. And I think was like immediately thinking that's what she was going to go to and ultimately found out she had more success like you were saying in the five and 10k and not so much in the marathon um and so 
it's going to be interesting to see now with like a coaching change and a location change, um, how maybe this next go around of it for her does go. Right. I mean, I kind of forgot that she's only 33 mm-hmm. and she's only really been a pro runner for like two and a half, three and a half years, mm-hmm. you know, and you're right. She made this, she made the statement. She She's like, I want to win gold in the Olympic marathon. And I think right. we, everyone was like, oh shit. Like- <laughs> I was a little crucified for that. And yeah. I, and I think she has since now realized why. Yeah. Um, you know, you won the Olympics in the triathlon. Like, oh my God. Like that is all the glory. You deserve it all. Yeah. But I think what some people forget about, one, is the Olympic triathlon is not an Ironman. It does mm-hmm. not end with a marathon. Right. I think some people forget that too. I also think some people don't realize that the applicant pool, mm-hmm. you know, if that's what we want to call it, for one is much different from that of running. Mm-hmm. Being a triathlete takes a fair amount of money. Yeah. Like if we want to use like a dirty word like that on a podcast. Um, but it but typically your really good triathletes do come from wealthier countries. Mm-hmm. And so your competition is essentially then like dwindled down to versus running, like is not necessarily re- like you don't have to have a lot of money to do it. Um, and that's yeah. why I think you get athletes from literally all over the world and every country who can be good at it. Yes. And that's why I just, I just think it's more competitive and harder to be an Olympic champion. That's a great point. Also, and and again, folks, I've never done a triathlon. I always say it wrong. Triathlon. I've never done a try. Um, but I do work out with a triathlon club actually, because mm-hmm. you know, a lot of the men are like right where I need them to be for, <laughs> for my workout. So um, I enjoy working out with them because they're honestly, they're different kinds of athletes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I haven't really figured out their sport really at all, but I do know that it takes just like a, a different combination of skills to be really good at the triathlon. And it's, I would say quite different than what it takes to be a really good, like road racer. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like you just, the training's quite different. Your mindset's quite different. Um, and just your, your knowledge of your body, I think is different. So anyway, I think there was a sharp learning curve for, for yeah. Gwen. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really kind of love following her because, ironically, she is so relatable, even though mm-hmm. <laughs> I've never done a triathlon. I certainly have never run or never won an Olympic gold medal. And I don't have kids. You know, I'm not from the Midwest. But there is something about her that makes you be like, yeah, Gwen, like, yeah, like, good for you. Oh, you know? totally. <laughs> yeah. When they were introducing her at this park run, like, oh, the guy funny. made a point to, like, and just so everyone knows here, like, we do have someone pretty fast here today. Like, do you want to introduce yourself? And and the first thing she says, she's like, hi, totally normal person. My name's Gwen. She's yeah. like, I did win the Olympics. But like, how? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she, that was and cute. And I think also it was important for her to put out there, like, I am a very normal person. Um, and yeah, it was, it was really cute. I did yeah. appreciate that very much. So Jan, did you know that she's a trained accountant? Um, I did not know that, but of course, as I'm watching it, my husband knew that. Right. As a PhD in accounting. Does that make, it makes so much sense now. Like it makes (laughs) so much sense. Like, yeah, like that's her personality. She's an accountant. 
yes. runs. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, it was great. I thought it was a really impressive workout, especially if that's a baseline workout for her. And I'm also really excited to see how she does in this new atmosphere with a new mm-hmm. coach. It's kind of obvious that maybe the Bowerman group wasn't necessarily the best fit for her. Like I would know I was there. For a <laughs> um, but just you know, in, um, I hope that this clicks better for her. Absolutely. And I think you nailed it with kind of noticing how attentive her new coach, Bobby McGee is mm-hmm. and like, how he just like over explains things to her brain, you know, and I think that's good for her accounting brain. And he's like very empathetic and calm and supportive and just like very attentive, you know, like he knows what's going on with her body very well. And he's very Mm -hmm. data driven. There's also, there's also um, another video that I didn't send you, but folks, if you also want to look it up, it's, um, it's also with Gwen and her coach, Bobby, they're just doing drills. Like it's 20 minutes of, of drills. Um, it gets kind of tedious, but it's very helpful, especially if you're mm-hmm. working, if you're working on form, cause you probably notice that, you know, Gwen doesn't have like the stride of a gazelle. She's a little awkward, especially in her upper body. Um, and so they're really like working on that. So that's mm-hmm. also a great video with, with a lot of fun ideas for drills. So if that's kind of up your alley, check that out. So as much well. good information out there. That's great. A lot. Yeah. Like, and very specific to like fast women, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> you know, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Who would have thought, you know, there's, a need. Thought, <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's a need. Uh, so good. Yeah. All right, well, quick checks and fast fellas. Thank you so much for tuning in. Yeah. Uh, keep those emails to us with questions or anything that you want or even just like hey can you chat about this sometime like would love to hear that would love to love to hear it love to see it yep all right have a great week everyone thanks Georgian. yeah talk soon sounds great bye guys peace out bye